in-depth conversations, matchup breakdowns, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dunlap. Fourth Down in the Steel City, Crowley, Dunlap, the Steelers officially not in the hunt. Well, that's not true. Mathematically still alive, Colin. There's a .00004% chance they could make it in. What do you think? They run the table and get this bitch? Huh. Um, no. Well, here's the thing. Even if they run the table, wouldn't they still need help from someone else? Oh, they need so, all the help. Yeah, so whenever you're that team, I'm just the season's over. The season's done. I just um, – I'm at a weird place in time. Trying and and I don't try to convince people. I'm a big. You make your. Here's my opinion. If you agree with it, so be it. If not, so be it too. They're opinions. They're not facts. Uh, so that being said, I I don't try to sway people to my side ever. I just put mine out there. But I'm at a place right now where I'm trying to understand the people right now, both media and non-media types in our city and in Steeler Nation, who won't criticize Mike Tomlin at this point, who still think, and part of their biggest ammunition is, you know, if he got fired, he'd get hired by 20 other teams right now before he even made it to his car. What, how is one and one, two in that equation? How does, what does that have to do with being the best possible voice for the Pittsburgh Steelers? I'm totally with you on that. and. I just wrote this up for the email to send tomorrow for the uh, for some topics for our highly rated radio show, Colin. Gigantically rated. Gigantically rated. I'm going to be relieved when he loses his ninth game because I'm so tired of that getting thrown in my face and other people's face any time that you have a conversation about Mike Tomlin. He's never had a losing season. Well, you know what? The expectation for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I'm I'm full on there now, isn't not to have losing seasons and to be in the mix and in the hunt and sniffing around and not eliminated before the last week of the season. That ain't what it's freaking about. If the Pirates did that, I'd be elated. I would get meaningful baseball. That's not what I'm looking for. From the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm looking there's, for championships. There's been a metamorphosis and a shift that I heard today that's breaking news kind of on the whole Mike Tomlin losing seasons by some of the media members who I call the Pittsburgh Schillers. Um, and these people are out of their minds. I actually saw someone say this today on social media. Uh, this was more of a fan than a, than a media member, but a Schiller backed it up. They said, you know... People talk about Mike Tomlin in the non-losing seasons, but to his credit, it's a media creation. He's never once celebrated it. So now they're already giving him outs in a soft landing spot before the losing seasons uh, start. The the organization rubber stamped it. The, The organization's fine with it. He's never been in trouble there was a, a talk a few years back. Oh, they didn't give him the uh, same number of years on the contract they usually do. Maybe they're sending a message. No, they didn't send any message. They let him hire his own offensive coordinator and then not fire the guy and then let that offensive coordinator bring in his own boobs. This guy has as much power as any coach in the league. 
He has as much power as he's ever had. If that's not the organization saying we are happy with the non-losing seasons, what is it exactly? And I want it to end. I want it to end. Now, I'm on the – here's what people miss, and it, I think they don't see the forest through the trees. You'll hear a lot of when they do have this first losing season, when he does have this first losing season, well, he deserves more opportunity. This is only his first losing season. Well, what if you don't want him here because he's underachieved terribly before the losing season? For 12. For Well, for With 12. With a Hall of Fame quarterback. Correct. The Killer Bees never won a Super Bowl. They never played in a Super Bowl, Colin. The Killer Bees never got there. They've given up 45 points in three straight playoff games. That has never happened in NFL history. It's not about the losing seasons. It's about the, holy crap, you haven't been a contender, a legitimate contender for years and years and years when you have a guy who's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer and a wide receiver that some would say at his apex was one of the top five wide receivers I'll of all time. advance it to more recent. And one thing that really stuns me is this. Um, Cam Hayward seemingly played alongside Ernie Stautner. He's been here so long, right? But you threw something at me today. I think that's really tough to even understand. It's that Cam Hayward played in what? One AFC championship game? Yep. That's as deep as he's penetrated into the playoffs. In 11 see, years. Right. You see Cam Hayward as this uh, bastion of stealerness, all that's right with the organization. A borderline Hall of Famer himself at this point, maybe. A, a man of the people, a guy that has never turned a charity down. It's it just a, a champion and a great football player. Hell, we've forgotten about Stefan too, and his career's come and gone. Um, but you look at Hayward and all he's accomplished. And if I were to just give a cursory fan who's not a Steeler fan in the league a quiz and say, hey, you know, and they go, yeah, I can't Hayward played the Super Bowl. No, he didn't. He just – he didn't. And that and he won't. And he won't. And he's not hurt. He didn't miss one. He wasn't suspended. It wasn't like he missed the season and they went. His team that he has been on has never been there. That's amazing. The regular requisite NFL fan would not guess that. They just no. wouldn't. You're right about that. And I fear that we are on a similar path for T.J. Watt. And T.J. Watt is a – I mean, he's a transcendent figure for how good he is. He, he tied a single-season sack record last year in a year where he was hurt and didn't practice at all in the preseason. He's that good. Now, he's hurt now, obviously. I sort of toss it out. But we're flirting with it because this team ain't winning a Super Bowl next year. I mean, obviously. Uh, it's going to be at least – two years if everything goes right for them to achieve legitimate contender status. How long into his career is he going to be then at that point? Six, seven years, you're getting the parallel there. form in which his brother's body broke down. It was right around this age. Yep. I and mean, he's not going to, by that time, be the force he is now and be able to help contribute in the same way whenever they do hopefully get to that place. And really, Jeff Halfon wrote about this on 937thefan.com. I was reading it before we started up here. The drafting over the last five years has been abhorrent. And I don't like to kick Kevin Colbert because he's a great guy, but he's part of that. 
Mike Tomlin, the head coach, who's got a ton of power, is obviously a huge part of that. And I know that they bring in Andy Weidel, and you've got Omar Khan, and so things might change a little bit. I don't think that the problem really in that marriage, the personnel uh, accruement marriage, was Kevin Colbert. So by that notion, I'm not convinced that it's going to get changed with Andy Weidel, if that makes sense. Because I think maybe the bigger half is still here as it relates to personnel. You just can't miss on first-round picks. And I'll say, I think they aired positionally and who they took the last three first-round picks. Kenny Pickett included. Pickett, Harris, Bush. I would not have taken any three of those guys. I just wouldn't. If Devin White wasn't there, you don't take a linebacker. You never take a running back. And unless you feel like your quarterback is someone who can play for you for a decade, then you don't get that guy or you wait for the time in which you trade up and can get that guy and you sell a bunch of draft capital for it or players or both for it. You go ahead and you draft in the top. You never, for me, take a quarterback. And look, Tom Brady, everybody's going to tell me, and, and even Roethlisberger, okay, fine. But in this day and age, I take my chances in a quarterback in the top 10, and that's about it. Well, I think where the Steelers aired was for Devin Bush, they didn't draft a transcendent player. They drafted position. They went in with ILB circled, and it didn't matter who was there. They were going to trade up and get that guy. You trade up for transcendent players. They did so for Paul Amalu. They did so to get Santonio Holmes, and Santonio Holmes wound up winning a Super Bowl MVP. Those are the kind of guys you make moves for in the draft. You don't just say, oh, we need an inside linebacker. Let's trade up and get that guy. In all the return they got in that Antonio Brown deal, they wasted on Devin Bush. So big failure, big failure for me taking Najee Harris. It says so at the time, and I still feel like now that was a massive misstep. I understand why they took Kenny Pickett. I don't have a huge problem with it, I, especially if they would have done what I would have done, which is they didn't, obviously. But if they would have drafted Lyman the two years leading up to Kenny, like my draft history and their draft history are totally different. And I would have felt a lot better. Maybe you would have too, Colin. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but would you have felt better about taking a quarterback at 20 if you had two linemen had that you felt good about? Devin Jenkins or Lindenbaum or – Somebody like that, absolutely. Or if I would have had uh, Landon Dickerson, even, you know, the draft before and not Najee Harris. Um, you may have not had Pat Fryermuth as well, but that's I'm okay with that. the way that it works. It's absolutely the way that it works. Yes, I would have – it's just – they've aired. They've botched this. And more so than botching it, all, all organizations and all sports botch things once in a while. The refusal of the new fangled Steeler fan to just admit they do anything wrong. Mm. And they immediately label people my age and older as get off my lawn type people when you don't give the Steelers credit after credit after credit after credit. And you're not a cheerleader when you just tell it like it is. That is, it's mind numbing. And also, people will get this. You're spoiled. What the frick am I spoiled about? Three playoff wins in 12 years? What 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 am I spoiled? I I didn't live in nine. I mean, I was born in 1976. I don't remember 1972. <laughs> I don't remember 1979. What am I spoiled from? You can you want to say I'm spoiled. You know what I'm spoiled? Would Bill Cower coach this team? Maybe. And there were AFC championship games and AFC playoff games. 
at that place all the time. When I was going there and they were playing the Broncos, when I was going there and they were playing Indianapolis, when I was going there and they were playing the Jets, when there were playoff games after playoff games after playoff games, that's not happening anymore. No, it's not happening. And even when they've been around it in this non-losing season streak, the last few years of that streak, it's been you're either in and barely and getting your ass kicked or you're out. That's just not good enough. And if we are spoiled, right, as a as if the fans of this franchise are spoiled, okay, I'll run with that for a second. Then shouldn't the aim be to get back to what spoiled us in the first place instead of to just say, oh, no, this guy just keeps us in it. Spoil me again then. Get rid of him. Let's turn this franchise around. Let's or get spoiled again. say that we are. Give me a timeline on which I can go ahead and reset when I'm allowed to demand winning again. Yeah, do we, it, do we have to go through 15 more years of suffering? Like, Right. If the milk is spoiled, when can I go buy new, new milk? Like, am I allowed to start in two years, in three years, next year? When? When if it's spoiled? When does that clock reset? It's just, it's mind-numbing, and I'll say it, how freaking soft Steeler fans have become in terms of demanding a winner. And how complacent they've come, and how okay with average they've come. It's, it blows my mind that Steeler fans, to me, feel like Broncos fans, or feel like, mm. um, you know, I can't even think of a like. They they feel like Chargers fans, or they feel like, you know, fans of the Giants. It, that ain't it. No, it's not, and. Before we move on to the next segment here, sure. when the Penguins got swept by the Bruins in the Eastern Conference Final, Ray Shiro came out, or maybe it wasn't Shiro, maybe it was ownership, because I think Shiro got canned at the same time, mm-hmm. came out and said, we, we are a franchise now that is stuck in the upper quartile. We aspire for more than that. And so they fired the guys. They wound up with Johnson, but then you got Sullivan and you won a couple of championships. Now they're kind of stuck in the same area the Steelers are right now. But at that point, they understood upper quartile is good because that's what people say all the time in the national media about the Steelers. Well, you you guys have no idea. You're so much better than 90% of the league because you're always right there. Okay. I'd like to be better than 99% of the league every now and again. The Eagles have figured that out, and they're not good every year, but they've had a couple of years of dominance now because they made a tough decision to get rid of the best coach in franchise history. I'll also counter that, too, with I think some people would be okay with really hitting the downs and being the Los Angeles Rams. Winning and then hitting rock bottom. I think people would be okay with that. I mean – I would be because their problem is they continue to be in the middle and then you draft in the middle and then it's just this cycle of, and now you don't even have a quarterback that can bail you out. There's not one person, if you were on Grand Street and you were having a parade and you were walking there and there were the horses from the county and all these people and they were throwing beads and throwing candy and everybody was excited and you were going nuts and they were riding uh, on the top of those convertibles, whatever. Not one person, not one person standing there along the Boulevard of the Allies or along Grand Street would be going, 
man, you know what? Now they might not win next year because they went all in this year. There's not one person in that moment that thinks that way. Not one. Nope, absolutely not. When we return, the Steelers players that I thought were good coming into the season aren't. It's fourth down in the Steel City.